Hello. 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 <laughs> it's working. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Good Girls Don't, from parties to past lives, a conversation between friends. Hi, I'm Michelle. And I'm Kinsey. We're sister-in-laws, but also BFFs. We met over a hot dog, never looked back, and decided to start a podcast. And this is it. You're listening to it. Right. Now. So we get this started? I'm ready, Freddie. Hi, Michelle. Hello. How are you? Good. What's our plan here today? We're doing a solo episode. Well... Solo us both. <laughs> a solo but together <laughs> A <episode>. duet. <laughs> one, one might say. Yeah. Hosts only. Keeping it in the family, as RuPaul would say. <laughs> it's all in the family. Exactly. I want to start by thanking everyone for tuning into. I think we. I think I counted today we've had five guests so far. So mm. thanks for tuning into our first five guests. It's been yes. some ups and downs. We've had some... Uh, volume errors, but I think we're getting the hang of it now. Yes, so we are not sound engineers, although Michelle is well on her way to being one. <laughs> I'm trying, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> we're working really hard on it. And uh, as always, if anybody wants to be a guest, please let us know on Instagram. Send us a message. Send us an email, and we'll get that set up. We are professionals, so. <laughs> and a lot of people say we're not as scary as they think we'd be. <laughs> Good caffeine. Yeah. Um, so what's new? What's your TikTok for you page like right now? <laughs> that is a great question. I'm so happy you asked. Um, right now it is three days after the night two of Taylor Swift performing in Argentina. <laughs> and the amount, I think I've watched at least three hours of just different angles of a her singing the Karma is the Guy on the Chiefs and be her running to kiss him and her singing Endgame and the like things lighting up, what is it, orange and white? Is that their colors? Red and orange. Red or and orange, yeah. And and her dad wearing the Chiefs lanyard. So I've seen it all. <laughs> I think it's for real. <laughs> I think they're dating you guys. Yeah, I don't know. I think they might be together. <laughs> Yes, but we're very still on the trailer train. <laughs> it was getting to a point, though, where it was like, I would scroll on TikTok, and that was it. And I was like, okay, I need to, like, resurface. I know, especially around. because the one of her running to him, there's, like, f- five minutes before, just, like, fans, like, fangirling and, like, waiting for her to come out. It's like, okay. Kinsey, it's suspenseful. <laughs> I know, but like I've seen it 15 times. You know, you know what's going to happen at this point. Yeah. I keep like thinking it's going to be something like, there's going to be something new that I haven't seen. But <laughs> yeah, like, he like grabs her ass or something. That would be much more entertaining. <laughs> yeah, it's true. They need to get a lot more, less PG. <laughs> I know. They're very like high school romance. They're cute though. Yeah. They're giving Disney Channel, but, yeah. like, really cute. What do you think they talk about? I have wondered this so much. Like, I want – do you think he's, like, getting all the tea, like, about, like, all her past relationships and, like, everything no. that happened? You don't think they're going on about that? Like, 100% the con- I don't think so. think they've talked about the Kanye drama? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
I yeah I think he teaches her about football yeah I don't know I just can't imagine what that exchange is like he's a good talker though like his their podcast New Heights is really good like him and Jason I can't wait for this week's episode I think it comes out tomorrow because I guess it's tea the because like Taylor Swift's whole family was like historically Eagles fans yeah and then he was at the show wearing the Chiefs lanyard so I'm like is he, Jason going to have beef with that? I think Jason's going to be understanding. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I would I, love to be a fly on the wall. I had a lot of that on my TikTok for you, Paige, but then a lot of Christmas decorating. Oh, yeah, that's good in there. Yeah. Maybe a little cooking. Yeah. Nothing that exciting. Did you see anything from – what else was on my TikTok for you, Paige, was – Timothy Chalamet hosting SNL. There was some very funny. Oh, I didn't see anything about that. Yeah, it's good. It's funny. (laughs) But I feel bad because that was the same night as the um, concert. So I feel like he got a little reshot. Oh, yeah. I bet, but not everybody's TikTok looks like that. No, it's probably specific. Yeah, I think it's very specific to a certain group of people. (laughs) Yeah, in my mind, everyone's TikTok looks like that, but... Although Michael had also seen all the replays of that somewhere else, I think, because you get all... If you're a football fan, you're also getting it all right, Well, then there's stuff that, like, the NFL is posting that's, like, Taylor-related, too, and just, like, what is going on? Everyone is saying, like... Because I guess the um, NFL puts, like, a... Super Bowl logo out like early like around this yeah. time and everyone's saying it's going to be like Taylor Swift themed there's no way <laughs> we'll see <laughs> what is it going to bangs like <laughs> what no I don't think so <laughs> <laughs> um are you reading anything I am actually I'm reading Iron Flame so the second to fourth wing oh it's a that's a dividing book I feel like slash series really people either like love it or they hate it I'm like pretty into it it's very like cross between people would probably hate that I said this cross between like Hunger Games and Game of Thrones nice okay so kind of like a I don't know if it's YA I was gonna say is it YA or is it like more like I think it's somewhat, like, our age, like, maybe, like, more, like, 20s sort of thing. But, like, it's really good. It's, like, takes you away. Like, it's, like, pure fantasy in that it, like, removes you completely from your world, which is fun. Yeah, that is nice. Um, I just really like it. Yeah. I've heard – it is on my list. I've heard – for the most part, I've heard good things about it, but I know there's just some people that – people. I think anytime there's a book that's really overhyped, it's, like – People will have negative things to say. Yeah, and it's too. not like that. What's the really smutty one? The crown. Oh, uh, a, a court of thorns and roses. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not like like there's a little smut, but it's not like that's not the whole purpose of the book. It's not like Fifty Shades of Grey coded. No. <laughs> yeah. Did you yeah. listen to Shameless talking about the, the Shameless book club today? It was, no. like, how Twilight was, like, a pipeline into Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> like, a whole episode on it. And they've done, like, a ton of research. Oh, my God. I need to listen to that. That's so yeah, good. We should link it in the show notes because it's, like, pretty entertaining. Yeah, that sounds great. But, no, Iron Flame and Fourth Wing are not, like, fantastical Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe I'm out. No, <laughs> no it's kidding. good, though. Like, you should read it. Yeah. Okay. I'll add that to my list. I am reading – this book was popular, like, I think in, like, 2020 or something. It was called The Paper Palace. 
Oh, I've read it. it. Yeah. 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 I think I saw on Goodreads you had read it. Um, it's really, really good. I'm really enjoying it. They're like a house by a lake or something. Is that yeah, what it is? So it's like the girl's grandfather built this like well, they call it a camp. It's like a cottage and like it's like really like shittily built and this so they call it like the paper yeah. palace and it's like the book is basically about an affair and yeah. I think I read it right after I read Summer Sisters for the first time by Judy Bloom. Yeah, that checks out. And it kind of like fits in the same category. I agree with that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I had seen and I think I just had I was trying to go because I have so many books on my like uh, want to read on Goodreads. So I was like reverse sorting it. So all the older ones came yeah. out to try to actually like read some of them. So yeah, and those ones are always like there's no holds at the library. So yeah. life hack. <laughs> Read an older book. Well, that's good. I also have to mention Armchair Expert interviewed Barbara Kingsolver, who mm. wrote Demon Copperhead, which was Spencer's recommendation for a book. Yeah. And it's a really, really good interview. It talks a lot about like benefits of reading fiction and how people sometimes look down on fiction reading, but like it can give you a lot too. Yeah. Yeah, the one part I thought was, like, crazy was that, um, I guess, when – well, everyone should go listen to it. Me and Spencer and Kinsey have all listened to it and really enjoyed it. Um, but they're talking about, I guess, when Dax first read it, he was saying how, like, he's like, oh, the person that wrote this book, like, must have, like, experienced this firsthand. Like, there's yeah. no way this is, like, fiction. And but like, and it's not fiction because it is based on, like, real experiences there. But it's crazy how just, like, yeah, I guess the power of, like, historical fiction and how it can really feel like – that's a real life event, even though it was like a fiction story. And like, she's also like so joyful and like easy to listen to. And like Dax and Monica are both so excited to have her on. So it just makes it like a really good interview. Yeah. They could make the comparison of her being like Meryl Streep. And I see that. She looks so so much like her. And like talks like her too. Yeah. I know. And it's fun. They make that right away. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Spencer, like, pulled up the episode to listen to he's like that lady looks like Meryl Streep like before he even listened to it so yeah really good this kind of feeds into a question I'd written down to ask you slash ask us um what or who inspired your love of reading hmm yeah it's such a good question I read so much when I was like little like me and my sister both like Lisa definitely inspired it she read like all the time um, and then I think I kind of like got out of it like a little bit like through high school and stuff like I don't know if I read uh, quite as much and then I don't really know what exactly brought me back into it but I remember I did get really into audiobooks for a while like when the, the kind of before the age of podcasting came out I was into audiobooks like listening to them um, and then I think I just started reading again from there so not the best answer but <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah, I think ours was, like, our parents. And then Spencer always loved to read. And I think, like, you know, it's such, like, a trope or cliche. But, like, Harry Potter books are definitely, like, what threw us both into, like, heavy reading. Yeah, that's actually – yeah, I was going to say, I said I wasn't into it in high school. But I read all the Twilight books in high school. And I know it's, like, so cringe. But I loved those books. And And that was definitely, all the Fifty Shades of Grey books in university. I did did read those in high school, too. Like, yeah, I remember, if you're listening, I think she does listen to this, Maddie, we were supposed to be studying for exams one time, and then we just laid in bed and read Fifty Shades of Grey instead of studying. I remember, like, 
like being on the subway one time and the lady across from me is like openly reading Fifty Shades of Grey and I was like, oh my god, what are you doing? That's so weird. Oh, I think now I wouldn't like bat an eye, but I think then it was like so like... It was such... I remember it was such like a... I don't know what the right word is, but like it was such a... Not a faux pas, but it was so like risky to read that book yeah. back then like people literally thought of it as like you're reading porn when like now i'm sure there was a bajillion other books out there that were probably worse but one well, as a kid i also devoured this is not 50 shades of gray related at all <laughs> when i was a kid i love 50 shades of gray <laughs> i devoured like nancy drew books and like things oh, like yeah. that and mom and dad were always like big mystery readers so nancy drew was like an easy like, start to reading. Yeah, we read Nancy Drew. I remember even before that, I read those, like, The Magic Treehouse. Mm-hmm. Did you read those? And then, like, the Junie B. Jones series. Yeah, we had, we loved Junie B. Yeah, yeah. It's true, yeah. It's crazy. I kind of forgot about, like, how long reading has been a thing for that. Forever. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, like. <laughs> yeah. No, and I think now, like, it's. Like, my next question is, what do you think reading has given you? Well, yeah, you said it earlier a little bit, but, like, an escape, I yeah. think, definitely. I feel like it makes me feel like I'm – especially with, like, the age of social media. Like, even if I'm reading, like, a super cheesy romance, I feel like I'm doing something more productive than, like, scrolling on my phone. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's just a break from – just so good to like get away from like a like a screen as in like your phone or your computer and like move to like actually reading and like your brain imagining all these different characters or things I think too like being able to use that as a discussion piece like asking people what you've read and like finding out what they like to read is such a good like I don't know bonding yeah it's given like a lot of friendships I think and like friendships have like grown because of it for sure yeah like the book clubs are great we just meet and like talk about the book 50% of the time but then yeah. also just like chat and like get together exactly and like it's just fun to like meet up with someone who's like what have you been reading lately or even like asking your parents or relatives or whatever it's just like an easy talking point um yeah so kind of bringing it back to what's been going on with us you just got back from San Francisco tell I us, did tell us about it um Michael and I flew out on a Friday to go visit my aunt and uncle Marin Luke hi Marin Luke I know you listen hi Marin Luke um, and we flew it on a Friday. Mike stayed till the Monday, and then I stayed till the following Friday night. So I was there a full week. So nice. It was really nice. I worked there, but I worked Eastern time. So I was up at five, but that also meant that I was done by one or two. Love that. Yeah. So I got to like actually spend a bunch of time with them and like relax. We did a bunch of things, but we also just hung out a lot, which is kind of my favorite. Um, we went to a fancy Taco Bell in Pacifica. That's like right on the water. What did you have? Uh, Crunchwrap Supreme. Was it was it better than a normal Crunchwrap Supreme? I don't know. I think the location made it better. Yeah, it tasted pretty good. Yeah, I've actually seen that like on like YouTube or something before. Yeah. people going to that. It is. It's very pretty. And there's yeah. a bunch of people like surfing right out in front, and they do serve like beer and drinks and stuff. That's so fun. That's such a fun thing to do. Yeah. I got like a yard long slushy, <laughs> and then thought I was going to throw up in the car on the way home. Yeah, so. no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it was a lot, but it was really fun. I feel like Taco Bell in the U.S. is so much better than Taco Bell in Canada. Like I never eat Taco Bell in Canada. I don't know. I don't know if I've, I can't remember the last time I've been to Taco Bell other than this time. Yeah, true. <laughs> and then we went to see an illusionist one night, just me and Marin Luke. Mm-hmm. 
And it was really cool. Like he was able to like guess things of people that like they just thought in their minds or like had written on a piece of paper and put in like a manila envelope. And like he didn't open the envelope or anything. Yeah, that's I don't I don't understand illusionists like that. Like it. Yeah, yeah. And he like literally guessed some lady's password. That's so weird. Yeah. And had she written it or was she just thinking it? She was just thinking it. What the, well, do you remember what it was? I don't remember, but it was, like, two words that rhymed and then numbers. Crazy. And he, like, was able to guess it. I wonder if it ever happens that, like, they're wrong. Like, they go to a show and it's, like... I think sometimes people aren't giving them the cues they need or whatever, and then they just, like, move on. Right, right, right. Because, like, they did a card trick and the guy that was trying to do, like, was participating from the audience was, like so dumb and like couldn't remember what card he had picked oh maybe he was nervous okay and like also he went through to pick a card and like didn't pick one four times while the guy was flipping through them oh some people i think are also just kind of trolls with it too i wonder yeah but it's like like, why are you there like you have to in my mind you have to like buy in and like be fully there totally yeah yeah with you Moral question, if, like, let's just say you're an illusionist and they're, like, this whole bit and, like, they're, like, guessing your password, let's say, and they were, like, one letter off, like, one number off, are you going to say anything? Are you just no. Gonna pre- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just going to pretend me too. Yeah, I would probably just pretend it was right. <laughs> yeah. But they, like, had guessed something from, like, me that, like, it was, like, just written down on a piece of paper and the guy got it like right on and like you had to write your name and your hometown and your birthday and he like got all of them so did he have the manila envelope with yeah him? he did like he was like holding it and he pulled it out of a box but like there's no way that he like had opened it or like looked through it do you think there's like uh some sort of like i don't know ink that he can see through or something no because they were just like normal we just used like a normal pen yeah. from mare's purse it's so weird or, no we used a pencil it was like a graphite pencil huh it was very weird that's so crazy i love that yeah it was yeah. really really cool those things are cool but then like i remember there was one at sensor's christmas party last year yeah and then for like two weeks after it just felt like my version of reality was no longer real. Yeah, like Marilyn couldn't sleep. <laughs> yeah, that like night. you're just you're like sitting like thinking about it. Like yeah. how could they do it? Yeah, yeah, and like Luke, like for days was like f- trying to figure it out. And like it was a big topical conversation. Of course. <laughs> Which is really funny. That's so fun. Yeah. So I love that. What have you been up to? Like a great trip. Oh, I don't have anything that exciting to report, to be honest. Um, no, not, nothing. nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so my next question was about cooking. I know you're not eating that. Well, what are you into cooking right now or making <laughs> right now? Oh, great. Um, what have I been into cooking? Hmm. I feel like I've been really into making soup lately. Yeah. So, so far this year I've made butternut squash soup and tomato soup. It's just like something so comforting. About it, I've been seeing – actually, but yeah, my For You page has been showing me this spicy tortellini soup. Have you, have you seen this? No. no. It's like going it's going viral on TikTok right I now. I will now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm going to make that this week. So, yeah, that's Ooh. soup season. 
I made that chicken pot pie soup last night. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it was really, really good. Somebody I work with actually asked me if I knew like a chicken noodle soup recipe and I like didn't know one offhand, but I sent them that recipe and they loved it. They said it was really good. I know, it is so good. Um, What am I cooking? Yeah, like I said, I made that soup last night and then I've been very into pastas. Mm. Like cold weather. Love a pasta. Moving into pasta. When I was in San Francisco, Luke made me carbonara one night. And he, then he made me a matrachana one night. Wow. Yeah, very, very spoiled living. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, we just stayed in, but you're eating like <laughs> restaurant food. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want for dinner, baby? <laughs> I was like, oh, a please. <laughs> Can you whip that up, please? Yeah, it was the best. That sounds great. So we have some questions that we asked, sorry, a while ago <laughs> um, on a Q&A. So... Thank you to everyone who answered these questions. Our first one, which is one of my favorite ones, is, is a hot dog a sandwich? No, it's a hot dog. <laughs> okay, what is, what's your argument? Because <laughs> you can have a hot dog in a bun or outside of a bun. Uh, I guess, yeah. But, like, do you think of a hamburger as a sandwich? No. Hmm. The hamburger. I feel like on a restaurant menu, sometimes they'll have the hamburgers looped in with the sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's somewhat a sandwich, but I just call it a burger and I will never call it a, what do you call it, a ground beef sandwich? A ground beef sandwich. Yeah, I guess the argument I would make for a hot dog in, as a sandwich is that it kind of resembles a sub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess so. I guess a hot dog in a bun is a sandwich. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, I agree with that. But then like a spidey dog isn't a sandwich. No, no. It's a hot dog. No, it's a spidey dog. (laughs) Made from a hot dog. (laughs) True. I guess you have to use the bun for it. Okay. Yeah. Hot dog with bun, sandwich. Hot dog, no bun, not sandwich. That's my answer. (laughs) Thank you, Kira. (laughs) Thank you, mysterious yeah, sorry. writer. <laughs> Who could have given us that? <laughs> so what's the social faux pas that grinds your gears? Oh, my God. I hate this question. Um, sorry, Kira. I think this is kind of controversial because I think some there is a very rare case where it is acceptable to do this. But a social faux pas is when you're at a restaurant and you, like, verbally call over the waiter. Like... I also hate when people make the check symbol on their hand. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like anything where you're becking the waiter to yeah. come over to you is a no-no for me. Unless, again, very certain circumstances, it's okay. But nine times out of ten, I hate it. Yeah, like I've definitely done it if like they've left the table and you like need one more thing and you just like, oh, excuse me, like that sort of thing. But like I hate when you're like in and you've been waiting for a while and someone's like trying to like – get their attention like that makes me feel very uncomfortable i know it's just like so it's so cringe yeah but it's not i don't know that it's a faux pas hmm. if you're like being polite okay rudely do it yeah <laughs> rudely is definitely part of it um the social faux pas i don't like i don't know how to answer this without seeming judgmental <laughs> <laughs> it's a safe space yeah i don't know <laughs> If you're someone who does this, just learn not to do it. (laughs) I don't know. It's hard for me being in social situations when people obviously don't want to be there and make it apparent they don't want to be there. Yeah, that's – well, that's – but, like, 
But that's like a, it's it not even a faux pas. That's just rude. <laughs> I know, but you know yeah. what I mean. Like sometimes it's like okay, like yeah, yeah. We know you're antsy and want to leave. Yeah, I do think. Yeah, there is a there's a certain way to approach wanting to leave a situation, yeah. and sometimes people just don't make it not obvious that they or they make it too obvious that that is what they're trying to do. And yeah, no one wants to no one wants to talk to the person that just wants to not be there. No. I guess other social faux pas are like chewing with your mouth open, talking with your mouth o- mouth full. I mean, I don't love those things, no. but like I don't actively think about it. I think if I was sitting with, across from someone eating a hard-boiled egg with their mouth open, I'd probably die. Yeah, but I think I'd just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> what if you were at a table and you had to sit there? <laughs> Look somewhere else. <laughs> like how specific I am about the hard-boiled egg. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, good. yeah that, that's a good food not to eat with your mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. Um, New Year's resolutions, yay or nay? Nay. Mm. Do you want me to elaborate? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know. I think it's like pretty rare people stick to them and like I don't like the idea that just because it's – well, I don't like – Hot take, I don't really love New Year's. I've never really loved New Year's. That's not a hot take. I agree with that. And I don't like when it's like, okay, it's a new year, so everything has to change. Or Mm. like you have to be a different person. Mm. I think I saw this thing from a trainer that I follow. And it was like, rather than making a New Year's resolution, make – changes to your life and try to keep those going into the new year rather than like like if you already have good like celebrate the good habits that you already do have in the new year rather than like trying to like create a brand new habit and doing it and that I think is good because I feel like it's like yeah you have this like goal that you want to and then you just feel like you failed but if it's something that you're already doing and you know it's good to keep doing it is better yeah and like i don't if the new year's resolution is drink more water okay i just hate how focused around like weight loss or like fitness and stuff things like that are and it's just become like gym more busy annoying (laughs) well and it's just like very much become like this fodder for like all these different weight loss companies and like i just don't like that yeah (laughs) it's funny it's like everything that every like there's always a like corporation behind random things yeah. right so like people as i listened to this podcast today, was making the joke of like how like for example bacon was never a breakfast food but then like they made it into a breakfast food as like a marketing technique yeah. so it's definitely like can turn into like a bit of a marketing technique but obviously there is like healthier ones than others and i think you shouldn't feel you shouldn't feel like a failure if a few months into the new year you haven't quite stuck to the resolution that you yeah, made. Or so. like you've decided something isn't for you or something like, you know, you're it's okay to break resolutions sometimes. You should be constantly trying to better yourself, not just during New Year's is my take. But I think also if it's something that you feel it motivates you, then have at it. But my take is still nay on New Year's resolutions. True. Next question. <laughs> Surprise parties, yay or nay? I'm a yay for surprise parties. I like a surprise party. Um, I think I'm a yay, not to sound. I'm a yay for my own surprise parties. I find I get very anxious when it's a surprise party for somebody else and I have to like not say anything. 
but still a yay, mm. but that's my, I'm, I get anxious about it. I'm a yay because I'm a bit of an attention whore. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I love it for myself, yeah. but it's more <laughs> just that like I'm People worried. People want to celebrate me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. That I don't have to do anything about it. <laughs> it's like, oh, I didn't even put my specific outfit on for the party. Darn, I didn't have to clean up or anything. But I also like to have a little bit of control. So it's like two sides of it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. You know, like, I want to, like, know who's going to be invited and make sure everybody's invited that I want to be invited or, like, I don't know. Yeah. Kind of the nature of a surprise party, though. It's... You just got to let go, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take it for what it is. And hopefully that everyone, <laughs> hopefully that yeah. everyone's there wants to be there. Exactly. Um. Oh, do you have any Christmas book recommendations? Um, I think this year for our Christmas book club, since it's a choose your own adventure situation, I'm going to read the Christmas Orphans Club or something like that. It's been all these kids that grew up as orphans together or something, and then they meet up every year for Christmas. It sounds like a clean version of that Seth Rogen movie, the Christmas movie. Yeah, What's it yeah. Called? I don't know what it's called, but I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> because this is like their last Christmas all together because they're like growing up. Oh, I don't know. We'll see. Sounds nice. What are the other trashy Christmas movie or Christmas books we've read? We read Twelve Dates of Christmas. Oh, that was a good one. I loved that one. That was mm-hmm. the perfect amount of like engaging but still trashy. Loved it. No offense to the author. Oh, <laughs> but... We read Hooga Holiday. Hooga Holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good actually. <laughs> Since book had bed bugs in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> From the library. That's okay. <laughs> person <laughs> she didn't get bed books no me, just to clarify they were all dead. they were dead <laughs> they hooged too much yeah the they relaxed too much inside the book <laughs> of course it was that book like i feel like it's expect- such a weird you'd expect it from like a like you're renting like i don't know some like Fifty Shades of Grey you know? yeah so, exactly like how sad is that yeah. <laughs> what are you reading for the book club one? Oh, I forget the one about the porn star, <laughs> Merry Little Meat Cute. Merry Little Meat Cute. <laughs> That's the one that I'm reading. I'll update you as to how it is. <laughs> it looks like I'll probably read that. I think too. it has about two star rating on Goodreads. Oh so. god, <laughs> I'll probably read it also though. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Um. Speaking of Christmas, what's on our Black Friday slash Christmas shopping list? <laughs> that was a tongue twister. <laughs> I'm also eating gummy bears, so it doesn't make it any easier. Um, what is on my Black Friday slash Christmas shopping lists? I feel like I like to use Black Friday as an opportunity to buy gifts, like buy Christmas gifts for mm-hmm. it. Um, so I don't have like anything super on my mind. I do kind of on a robot vacuum so i've been looking into that um, add it to your christmas list though yeah it's true and then i have heard that this year there is i saw on tiktok that there's going to be some really good flight deals for black friday and there's a couple flights after book for next year this is very boring but i've heard there's going to be good deals so hold out for that says tiktok and my christmas list hmm it's a little too early to tell. 
Spencer told me I'm not allowed to ask for any more sweaters because I own about 50 sweaters. So that's... But what if somebody just buys you a sweater? Well, that's that's why I have so many, you know? I'm not I'm never saying no to a sweater. A sweater is a great Christmas <sighs> gift. A sweater is like the Christmas gift. I know. But I think I'm just not allowed to ask for any, mm-hmm. you know? I got to have to be organic. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you you get at least two sweaters. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. How about you? I don't know. I'm going to try to get some Christmas shopping done, I think, on Black Friday. But I don't know what anybody wants. So I need to, like, really wrap my head around it. Probably look and see if there's any, like, book deals or even just go on Indigo or Chapters and see what's new there. Yeah. Oh, it's also a good time. Like, if I like getting games as gifts. Those are good. Or pajamas. So those are two. I just bought our, like, Christmas pajamas. Like, Michael and I always get matching ones on Old Navy because they had, like, a big deal not that long ago. I just bought some new pajamas from Giant Tiger, believe it or not. They Ooh. had very cute Christmas pajamas. And I actually bought something from Old Navy, too. <laughs> so, but Old Navy always has sales. I feel like Black Friday is, like, doesn't. I know. I know. I, I don't know. How much Black Friday shopping should I really do, Probably a lot because I have to shop either way. Yeah. I think my thing is like, you know, you're shopping for other people and then you just like throw, throw in, in the car. <laughs> throw a few things in there. It's like you never even notice because <laughs> that's, that's my take for Black Friday. I know, but I was just in the US and I shopped at Target. So, oh, true. Nice. Yeah, I yeah, know. We're also, I'm also going to Buffalo before Christmas. So, I will be doing Target shopping as well. Anyway, <laughs> um, oh, last question. That's a very insightful one. <laughs> what podcast do you think got you hooked into this type of media? Have any changed your life? I think the first podcast that ever introduced me to like this form of media was Serial, mm-hmm. which like I think is a lot of people because um, it was like so engaging and like addicting and like it was you know you just listen to like one episode after the other and you didn't want it to stop mm-hmm. um so that really like got me into podcasts to begin with I can like hear the theme song of Serial yeah. in my head right now <laughs> and then I was like big and heavy into like this American life because it was like tied to Serial and like into Radio Lab. Mm-hmm. And then I somewhat moved away from those more into like pop culture or like interview style podcasts now. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you were like a true crime person, you were into podcasts like before every like the rest of the and world. And that's like initially all I listened to was like true crime. Yeah. I remember I listened to Serial and then I listened to that. Do you remember they came out with like a Netflix show of it? It was called like Dirty John. Yeah, I listened to that. Yeah, so I remember that was like one of the first ones I ever. I remember listening to that like my iPod. Yeah, (laughs) whatever, like that came out. Um, and then yeah, same thing. I think the interview style podcast. I feel like uh, we talk about this podcast like every every we talk about this podcast every podcast, but the obviously armchair expert. Like, that style of, like, interviewing and you just get, like, a more, like, long-form media of, like, celebrities and, like, interesting people I think has really been a game-changer because I think, like, it's not really, like – I mean, obviously, the show is edited, but it feels very, like, free-flowing conversation, which – is like really yeah. easy to listen to. And they're so like unapologetic about like not knowing things. Like they're always like willing to make mistakes, which I find really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're six years into it, mm-hmm. 
which surprised me. And I've listened to it since it started. I know. We've listened to it since day one. That's actually crazy to me that, like, that podcast has been around longer than I've known you. I know. (laughs) Like, that's what's wild. Yeah. Then for any that have changed my life, I think, again, armchair expert a little bit because – just gave me a lot more empathy, especially empathy into people that are going through addiction, especially because mm-hmm. Dax is an alcoholic. I think his like specifically his day seven yeah. episode. Like I remember when that came out and he had like relapsed. I was like dry working at the farm at the time and I saw it and my heart just like sunk. Yeah. And I just like wept the whole way home listening to it. It's crazy how like I do feel like he did touch on his addiction before that, but like not so much but it's crazy how like the the parasocial relationship of you know you listen to this person talk for like hours each week in your ears and you have like such this like connection to them right it's so interesting how podcasts are it was that I definitely feel like when it comes to people especially in pop culture that I like if they make a podcast then I it I'm really drawn to it because it shows like a different side to them that you would see like other places um so yeah that's really good do you think any have changed your life? Hmm. I'm trying to think of like a specific episode. The It's a little bit recent, but the Anna Kendrick episode on Armchair was that this year or yeah. last year was really good. It really like – it just felt like very like authentic. Like I don't think she had planned to talk about what she talked about when she came into it. And like hearing the like raw emotion and like reactions of it was just like – yeah, crazy. It, it showed me – I think that's part of the reason why I wanted to make this podcast or why we wanted to make this podcast is because, like, you do get to see different sides of people that you would never expect. Like, I know her from Pitch Perfect. Like, yeah. you, don't, you know what I mean? You just see this, like, other side of what people have, and I think that's very cool. So that was a great episode. Yeah. I think definitely, like, certain episodes of, like, This American Life have, like, changed the way I think about things. Mm-hmm. They had one about this like garden in Japan that has all these phones and people use the phones to talk to like loved ones that have passed away. Oh. And like that, like it was so sad, but it also like was so filled with like hope. And like you think I think about that like all the time. This American Life does have some really, yeah, some really good episodes. Or there was one about a prison where they put on a Shakespeare play. Mm-hmm. I think it was Hamlet. I don't remember. But they were, like, interviewing the prisoners about what it meant to, like, do this play and, like, you know, how it applied to their real life. And, like, it was, like, pretty, like, touching. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are great. Oh, we'll have to remember to link all these when we go because these are great recommendations. Yeah. And hopefully good girls don't help some people through rough times, too. Yeah. If it hasn't changed your life. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly changed ours, I think, for the better. Yeah. It will change your life when you all come on to be guests. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Well, thanks, Michelle. It was really fun. It was a fun Tuesday night. It was a fun. I know it's 9.40 p.m. Bedtime. Crazy. <laughs> okay. Bye, everyone. Bye. Good night. You don't know they're listening to it at night. <laughs>